This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Bama Online Podcast, this one on Friday, July the 2nd, 2021. Travis Ryer alongside BOL recruiting analyst Hank South, who I know is exceptionally fired up for the upcoming holiday weekend. I'm guessing Hank is a big cookout guy. July 4th, of course, synonymous with burgers, dogs, maybe a Boston butt, maybe a brisket, given... Given Hank's ties to the great state of Texas, and speaking of which, the Alabama cookout, the recruiting cookout, did I understand this correctly, Hank, that the cookout is back on in Tuscaloosa, apparently? Yeah, it's back. Um, at least I think it is, unless Amari Nyblak got a fake graphic. <laughs> um, now, he, he posted on his Instagram on Thursday, uh, his invite to the cookout, which was set for July 31st. So we're currently back in a dead period. Uh, which we've been very used to for a while. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to open back up that last week of July. Um, we, we've seen that happen the last couple of years. So Ben will have that uh, invite only cookout on July 31st, the night before the dead period starts again. So um, that, that'll be something we'll watch. And, and certainly, you know, we're going to confirm more names for, for that, for that event um, throughout the month of July. So what are some of the personal cookout favorites for Hank South, maybe in fam for the Uh, coming weekend? Pretty simple. Or do you get elaborate with the cookout? What, what does it look like for the South, uh, crew on on a holiday weekend? I'm pretty simple. Uh, you know, we do the burgers and hot dogs. I like to do the, uh, the bacon wrapped, uh, jalapenos with cream Mm -hmm. cheese. Those are always Mm -hmm. good. Pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. We do, you know, what we do like to do. Uh, is shishito peppers. Those, wow. those are really good. You cook those in sesame oil and then use like uh, some sort of dipping sauce. Doesn't matter. That's that is money. So anybody that wants to try something different, shishito peppers. Hadn't heard of that. You're throwing yeah. me something a little bit off speed here. Down yeah, you don't put away to me. A yeah, little, little curveball. Uh, I like it. Yeah, try it out. It'll, yeah, it'll, it'll surprise you. Yeah, add a little something to those burgers and dogs coming up on <laughs> Sunday before you uh, proceed to blow a lot of things up. Um, <laughs> a particular interest here in the last couple of days with us there at BamaOnline.com, you outlined your five who could commit next to the Alabama football program. And it seems like between your list and then some nugget action that we got from site publisher Tim Watts, Antonio Kite, the in-state athlete from Anniston, 
Is he at the top of that list? It looked like he was on the the one you gave us, but uh, how close might we be here to seeing something go down with Antonio Kite? Yeah, pretty close. I think it's funny. Whenever I do these five who could commit to Alabama next, I I feel like the same day or within 24 hours, there's like a new name that pops up (laughs) (laughs) and it's, and and is somebody nobody's ever talked about or reported on. Um, but no, Antonio kite, I I do still think could be, um, the next to commit. He's announcing a decision on Sunday, uh, July 4th. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Um, I, I don't have a time for him yet, but hopefully we'll get that prior to Sunday. Um, but yeah, he, he's a guy we've talked about since, you know, the iron bowl, I think, you know, he got, when Nick Saban was on his COVID quarantine, uh, he, he gave in, he, or he, he was, he, I guess he, uh, FaceTimed with Antonio kite or something before kickoff, um, of the iron bowl and, and gave him an offer. Um, and, and that's a guy we've been tracking ever since, you know, and you know, Bama was his, his favorite school growing up and, and he's taken to his time. He, he's gotten a bunch of offers, um, throughout, uh, throughout the last, you know, six, seven months. Uh, but Bama's kind of been right there. He visited at the beginning of June. He didn't work out. Um, he had a sprained ankle. That's why he didn't have work out, but that, that, you know, Bama has been really high on him regardless. Um, they, they like him a lot. He's rated as an athlete projects as a defensive back in, in the defense. And he's one of these guys that, has gotten basketball interest too. He's, he's been talking in Nate Oates and, and the basketball staff. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that as well, but he's going to announce a decision on Sunday, Bama, Florida state, South Carolina, UCF is in it uh, with the Gus Malzahn ties. Um, I, I think Bama has the inside track. So, you know, that that's my pick as of now. And if it goes down that way, Antonio kite would become Alabama's, Ninth commitment for the 2022 cycle, and it's third from in-state, an Alabama product. And Antonio Kite, position-wise, he's listed as an athlete in the database, but is this a guy that maybe Alabama's looking at more so on the defensive side of the ball, Hank? Yeah, he he's recruited more as kind of a safety. Uh, I think that's where that that's where he'll end up. Um, you know. If, if he ends up at Alabama. So that that's, that's what he's been uh, told. And, and, you know, we're recruited at basically couple of offensive linemen in your top five, Dane Shore of, uh, Alpharetta, Georgia, couple Georgians on this list. Uh, and also Tyler Booker of IMG. Uh, man, it seems like the offensive line continues to be a common theme when we do these on a weekly basis. Yeah, Dane Shore, he's a guy, um, a lot of people feel like for whatever reason, you know, uh, people will look at the rankings and say, oh, you know, he's a lower three star, he's a three star, he's not a take, but he's a guy Bama likes a lot. He didn't have a lot of junior, or he didn't have any junior film because he had an injury uh, um, last season, but he had a great sophomore year. He came to Alabama this month, did a workout, and then went on an official visit um, just last weekend. And I think Bama's really blown him away, and, and he's really high on the tide. Um, he took all five official visits in June, so he, he had a really busy month of June. He's set to make a decision on July 31st, so that uh, cookout date will, will potentially we'll, we'll, we'll see an announcement from Dane Shore as well. Um, but Bama, Oregon, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, those are the schools involved. Um, and you know, I, I think Bama getting that last visit. He was also at A-Day um, for his own visit. Uh, I think they have uh, the inside track on Dane Shore. Tyler Booker, you know, early on, I, I thought when they first offered, when Alabama first offered, I, I guess, you know, I feel like it was over a year ago. 
I, I felt like, you know, he, he talked about how he used to camp at Alabama. He had that picture when he was just a kid shaking Nick Saban's hand on the field. Um, it, it just seemed like the Bama offer was different to him. And then, you know, as time has gone by, you know, Georgia, Florida, those have all been mentioned for him. Uh, but he took an official visit last weekend. And I, I think Bama kind of got that momentum back for Tyler Booker. He's originally from Connecticut. So um, he's really connected with uh, Doug Marone, who's also from the Northeast. Um, they've really hit it off. I think Doug Marone ha- has been one of the major pieces that has had Tyler Booker so interested in Alabama as of late. He's really close with J.C. Latham. Um, they were obviously played at J- uh, they they played at IMG Academy together. He he considers Latham a brother, is what he said. Um, and I thought it was really interesting talking to him after his official visit. I didn't even think about this. Um, we were talking about the strength and conditioning program, and he was saying everything he does at IMG was designed by uh, Matt Ray and David Ballou, uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, they, so he said, you know, he's doing what they're doing at Alabama at IMG. So he would be, he, he thought that was really cool. And he'd obviously be, be used to it and, and know what to expect. So, uh, that was another really interesting little tidbit from his visit, but I think Bama, I, I'd probably pick Bama if he was deciding today. Um, obviously I have him on this list. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think they're in good shape at this point in time for Tyler Booker. Jake Pope, one of those recent official visitors to Alabama, the safety from Buford, Georgia, one of the top high school programs in the state of Georgia and the Southeast in general, for that matter. Buford High School been good to Alabama in the past. You can go back to Dylan Lee in the Nick Saban era, most recently Seth McLaughlin uh, along that offensive line. In-state guy when you consider Georgia. Notre Dame apparently in that mix. What are we looking at in terms of a time frame and a potential pop for the Crimson Tide where Jake Pope is concerned? Yeah, this one was a little bit more out there. Um, you know, I, I think Bama has a good shot. You know, Notre Dame has had some confidence. I think North Carolina has had some confidence on him. He's actually a Clemson legacy of all of all things. I don't think Clemson's offered him, but uh, we we caught up with him after his official visit last week, and he he said he wanted to, he wants to make a silent commitment like sometime this week or within the next seven days, and then he wants to announce it within maybe a week after that. Or August 3rd. So there's a big gap um, for, mm-hmm. for Jake Pub. We'll see, you know, when he decides to announce. But August 3rd is his mom's birthday. So you probably got to lean towards that being more more the day he'll announce. Um, but, you know, I, I probably I'm not so sure I would pick Bama. Um, but I, I do think they have a, a, a pretty decent shot. You know, maybe Notre Dame felt pretty confident after their trip. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think he really is intrigued by the SEC. Uh, I, I think Charles Kelly has really impressed him. And obviously, you know, Nick Saban, you know, he, he has a lot of good things to say about Alabama. He spent the weekend with Malachi Moore and, and Brian Branch. So um, he's definitely one to watch. If he ended up in the class, I would not be surprised. Um, I'm just not there yet. I'm pulling the trigger on a crystal ball pick. We'll wrap up these five with another in-state prospect and Omari Kelly, an athlete from Hewitt Trustful High School over in the Birmingham area. Again, Hewitt Trustful top, top high school program throughout the Southeast and a program that's been very good to UA throughout the years. Uh, I guess similar in some ways to Kite in that, again, he's listed as an athlete, but does he figure to be maybe more so on the offensive side of the ball in, in, in comparison to, say, Kite? Yeah. Um, Amari Kelly, he worked out, um, in mid June and, and he's been recruited as a receiver, um, since he got offered last fall. 
Um, you know, that's, I mean, he, he could play both sides of the ball, but you know, he's, he's likely to end up at receiver and he had a really good camp performance from what I was told. Um, I I talked to a bunch of the the guys that I think it was June 14th was the day he worked out, but I talked to several of the guys that were, um, at camp that day. And I, I, you know, I kind of, I like to ask the kids that were actually competing, you know, who stood out to you when you went up against them. And uh, I got several Amari Kellys. So, uh, you know, he, he had a strong day. We heard he had a strong day. Um, and, you know, I, I, and this was all, this was Tim's, Tim Watts's, um, scoop from earlier in the week. Uh, but you know, he said, you know, keep an eye on him. He could be close, um, with, with Bama trending and, you know, his other school is Florida, UCF. We're seeing a lot of UCF, obviously that Gus Malzahn Gus, connection. The Gus yeah, Malzahn. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these in-state kids that knew him and were close with him. And, uh, so, you know, th- that's not a surprise to see a lot of, a lot of the UCF mentions. Um, but I, I think Bama has a pretty pretty good grip on this recruitment and uh you know like like tim watch reported it could be sooner rather than later we're going to take a break here on the bama online podcast when we come back we're going to talk about another ua camp sensation on the heels of a mari nyblack committing to alabama after a phenomenal camp performance a couple weeks ago could the same sort of scenario be unfolding for an in-state prospect who is on the rise Ty Simpson, Alabama's five-star quarterback commitment for the 2022 cycle out in Southern California competing in the Elite 11. And what about Nate Oates? If he's got a scholarship available, given the recent activity, the recent attrition to his roster, what are the potential scenarios that maybe Hank thinks Alabama will consider if it does play out that way. All that and more when the Bama Online Podcast returns right after this. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Back with more of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Schreier alongside Hank Sal talking some crouton. On a Friday morning, the Friday before July the 4th. And so, Hank, uh, as we get back into this thing, you, you think about a program like Alabama, and I think the, the perception is a lot of the heavy lifting is done even before the summer going into a lot of 2022 prospects senior season. But as we've seen here in the last week or so with Amari uh, Nyblack, Um, you still have the potential for these camp phenoms that blow up. And the next thing you know, they're a part of the uh, still forming class. Uh, Sounds like we may be in that sort of situation with an in-state standout with apparently a lot of speed. I know Tim Watts, again, had a a bit of a nugget for us there uh, with Kobe Prentice, a Calera High School. What, What do we know about this guy? Yeah, really interesting uh, development on, on Thursday. Cubby Prentice from Calera, he camped uh, about a week ago, uh, a little over a week ago. Uh, I think he camped twice, actually, as Tim reported, but definitely, you know, had a really strong showing for the Alabama staff. Uh, was said said he ran a four three eight, um, and if wow. you turn on his film, it looks like that could be legit. 
Um, and, and, you know, with, with Bama offering on Thursday, um, I, I think it's safe to say, you know, he, he's got verified speed, uh, 5'10", 171. Um, you know, he, he, he just, it's funny cause he just committed to Maryland on, uh, on Wednesday. So he made a decision, committed to Maryland, um, got the Bama offer on Thursday. Um, and as Tim reported, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not sure Maryland will be able to hold on to him. Poor locks, man, <laughs> right? Locks and that staff do a hell of a job of an evaluation. <laughs> and then here comes Nick and company right, right. swooping in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, and you know, I, I don't think I'm not sure how quick it's going to happen. But you know, with, when Bama turns on the heat here, um, you know, I, I think it could be fairly, fairly soon in the near future where that Kobe Prentice could join the class. And again, you know, lower rated guy. You know, a, a lot of these evaluations, you know, we our guys didn't see kids for a year in person, so you know, they're playing a little bit of catch up on some of these guys. And I, I think this is probably certainly one of them. Um, that will need to be reevaluated. Um, but just to kind of give you an idea of, you know, how good this kid could be, Luther Burden, who's the number one receiver in the country on the 24-7 sports composite, Bama isn't pushing for him right now. That's not a guy like – like he's wow. not a guy they would add to the class at this point if you wanted to flip from Oklahoma. Kobe Prentice is. So that just shows you – if you're a concerned Bama fan looking at that three-star rating uh, – you know, don't be so concerned <laughs> with with uh, with uh, what's going on. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on him. He could be a guy. You know, if I made that five com- who could commit article, he'd be on it. If I made that today, you know, Kobe Prentice would certainly right. be on it. So, definitely one to watch. A five star. Speaking of highly ranked members of this 2022 class that Alabama is still putting together, Ty Simpson out in the Los Angeles area this week competing in the elite 11. And it's, it's always interesting because you've got so many analysts out there and on a daily basis, you see, okay, here's my 11 ranked. Here's my 11 ranked. I will say in multiple rankings that I've seen as early as, or as recent as today, uh, I've seen a couple where Ty Simpson's been a, a top four guy. Uh, in those rankings, I, I guess at the end of the day, the bottom line is he's representing himself quite well among the very best high school quarterbacks in the country. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's a pretty strong class. Um, you know, I think I think we had him at number six the first day. And then I'm looking at last night's rankings. It's hard because they're out in California. So you kind of you wake up to to the, <laughs> the latest each morning because they they go pretty late into the night. But uh, he's number four yesterday. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, I saw, I think sports illustrated had him number one after the first day and then somebody else had him below, like in the lower part of the top 11. So yeah, it, it, it's a wide spectrum of, uh, of perception there on, uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I think he's having a strong camp. I've seen some really good clips of him. They've been doing the, the, their, uh, their drills, their workouts, they go through with everything. And, you know, I, I guess the seven on seven is the, is the next thing up, uh, or, you know, they, they kind of do that pro day workout too. I'm not sure how they have it set up this year, but, um, yeah, I, I think he, he's only helping himself. You know, he had that really strong showing at the Nashville regional, uh, a few weeks back that got him the invite to the elite 11, um, and, you know, I, I think this is just kind of bolstering that um, with, with where he stands and, and certainly a guy that I think will continue to rise in the rankings to, you know, we, he is a composite five star. Twenty four seven has him a little bit lower. I think he's in the 60s or 50s or 24 seven. But, you know, I think he'll keep climbing if he continues this uh, this trajectory. As for another five star commitment, 
for the Alabama Crimson side with the 2022 cycle. I know you had a little bit of a scary update on Emmanuel Henderson here in the last couple of days. Not the type of stuff you like to hear uh, at, at this time of year with, with prospects, players, anything like that. But everything going to be okay with Emmanuel Henderson? Yeah, um, he had a little car accident. Um, I'm not sure all the details on the actual accident. I know he's okay. I, I checked with him, checked with his coach. He said he's fine. Uh, they were on a, they were helping a local farmer or something. They ran into a stopped car in the middle of the road. Um, and it was pretty nasty, but, uh, Emmanuel Henderson is okay. Um, he, he you know, he, he's, he's, I don't think anything serious. So thankfully, um, but yeah, scary stuff, not updates you like to do and, or have to do pretty, or, you know, not something you have to cover every no. day. So it's, it's, you know, scary when it happens, but he is okay. Yeah. I didn't like hearing it back around the bye week last season with uh with Trey Sanders uh late October early November we recall there down on the panhandle Trey mm-hmm. Sanders in a pretty serious car accident glad to hear Emmanuel Henderson another running back of note looks to be doing just fine after uh that car accident down in South Alabama as we get out of here on a Friday Hank, interesting developments here in the last week or so involving the men's basketball roster at ua we thought maybe nate oates and his staff might have to work to get to a manageable number of scholarship players but with josh primo staying in the nba draft and Jaden shackleford perhaps on the move as well with entering the transfer portal could very well turn out that oates and company have a scholarship to give if it plays out that way and you consider just scenarios, options that Oates and this staff would consider. Uh, what are the one or two that you think come to mind quickest uh, when you consider that that potential uh, outcome? Yeah, well, it was this weekend last year that um, Alex Chico was uh, at joined the class. So you know, there's always the potential that uh, you know you, you could get a late guy in the cycle, um, guy still available. Uh, in the 2021 class, I haven't really scanned too much of, of who is still out there, uh, but something that could certainly happen. And then, you know, something we see happening a lot in college basketball recruiting is the reclassification. You know, kids that are you think are 2022 kids that end up coming 2021. We saw Kyra Lewis do it. Um, I, I think Alex Chico was a reclassification, too, uh, or something like that. Um, but you know, that, that's always a possibility. Kids, um, decide to, um, you know, go ahead and enroll. I think Kyra Lewis did it in August. So, you know, there's still a little bit of time to go before, you know, decisions need to be made or, you know, things can, things can happen like that. And then again, you know, the transfer portals there as well, you know, could they, could they dip into that and, and find a guy they want to bring in that, that could, uh, you know, be an immediate impact kind of guy, um, to add to the roster this fall. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, that was pretty uh, significant back-to-back news. Primo staying in the draft, I guess, not, you know, wasn't a surprise. And then Shackelford opting to, to transfer. So, um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how they kind of uh, go from here with, with uh, completing the roster. And I guess always the possibility you could just go with, with one under uh, the limit. You know, you don't have to fill that spot. But I think complicating matters a little bit for Alabama anyway is that you got James Rojas now dealing yeah. with a knee injury that's going to keep him out apparently at least through the non-conference portion of the schedule. And so 
it's not just about scholarship guys. It's about availability in general when you factor Rojas into that mix as well. I guess it won't be JT Tui Malalo as of 2021. <laughs> JT, did he make it to Tuscaloosa? No. no. I mean, come on, no. Hank. He didn't he make it to town. I know, right? We, we like we couldn't find out. Like he couldn't make that announcement. Like <laughs> two hours. Like I'm, I did my whole weekend preview highlighting JT. I know. Tui we Malo did a coming. podcast with JT <laughs> and the header. <laughs> and then oh nope, not coming. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I I don't know when he's supposed to. I kind of checked out of the JT uh, news. So Ohio State, Oregon. We'll see when he decides. When it, who knows? So you you think that's what I I have no intel. Obviously, this is what Hank. This is what Tim do twenty four seven literally. But I just on the outside, it looks to me like if it isn't Ohio State, he's staying out in the Northwest. Oh yeah. Um, is that yeah. is that kind of the read you have on it? That is, yeah. You know, um, I think Oregon's kind of made this late surge for him. Um, I, I do think Ohio State still has the inside track for him. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I think that's I'll, I'll the safe pick. Ball him, I'll crystal ball him to Oregon with minus seven confidence. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, you get yeah. some uh, you get some uh, meltdowns <laughs> on the Bucknuts board over there, even if even with the confidence level. <laughs> Oh, well, Hank, as always, we appreciate the time, my friend. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Keep those digits intact. You know, oh. kind of hard to do updates if you right. lose a digit or two <laughs> with the fireworks this weekend. So we can't have that. But yeah. I mean, if you do, you can just call me and dictate, you know, and I'll yeah. I'll turn it out for you. Not There's a enough. problem. Absolutely. But uh, uh, but thank you. And y'all have a have a happy fourth as well. All right. For Hank Sal, Travis Ryer, thanking you for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the podcast? Free, simple as a click or two. And if you'd leave us a rating and a review while you're there, we'd greatly appreciate that as well. Of course, you always want to join us right there at BamaOnline.com. The Roundtable Message Board, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans around the world. For Hank, Travis, be safe out there this weekend. Enjoy the holiday, and we'll talk to you again right here on the Bama Online Podcast very, very soon. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I got to play. I'm going to play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.